0: Your martial arts movie podcast. Haha! I threw
1: that shit before I walked in the room! Gah!
0: Featuring the Drunken Thai boxer Will.
1: Too bad you will die.
0: The also drunken wrestler, Mark.
1: I said I don't want trouble.
0: And Drunken Karate Master Zero. You've lost your boss
1: And now Call 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 Anoka. You know, baby. Fists of fail. This movie, it was very
0: hard to watch. You know, you Uh, and Steven Seagal's wife made the same joke. (laughs) She also said it's hard to believe. And it just so happens the name of the movie is (laughs) Hard to Kill. (laughs) Uh, This is one of Seagal's a uh, big two uh, two movies that he's known for, oh, the other one it. being Above the Law. So I'm not a Seagal person at all. Enthusiast. I don't think anyone is, to be honest. It, I mean, he's kind of an asshole. Yeah. I, an alleged asshole.
1: You know, alleged in quotes. You hear a lot of shit, and everybody makes fun of him. <laughs> at least the people who get to know him, they call him out on so much. And it's it's kind of hard when literally almost nobody <laughs> defends him and the people who do defend him they don't have good reputations right right i'm not sure who the
0: director was you know who who like i'm not the most confident in the the, re- the director's track record but there was mm-hmm. another one who was slated to be you know on track for this movie and he was like i don't fucking want to do this it's yeah. just because steven Seagal was slated for the right. project and, I mean, it, Steven Seagal actually choreographed this movie. Well, okay. So, you know, uh, that, let's, that says a lot, too. Let's uh, let's not immediately jump into the negatives right away. Oh. Because uh, there's... there's <laughs> okay. You know what? To be fair, I don't dislike this movie. And we're talking really? about this movie. I don't. I really don't. I mean... Uh, that's that's big. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not have a good viewing experience with this?
1: I a uh, viewing experience. I actually uh, had a good time, mm-hmm. um, but it was because I was enjoying the negatives. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we came to
0: a couple of conclusions for this movie. Uh, one that Steven Seagal
1: makes a terrible roommate. Yes. Because he leaves every door open. <laughs> you can literally make a drinking game about take a shot every time no, take like two shots every time Steven Segal leaves a door open. It's like close the fucking door.
0: <laughs> You're letting the AC out. Um, um otherwise. That's okay, why his so, wife got killed. No. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> no, seriously, it is. It's <laughs> like he never closes the door. That's how the intruders got into GitHub. <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about this movie. Um, it's one of Steven Seagal's first appearances of his trademark ponytail. Mm. And aside from that, physically speaking, uh, I gotta say, like, Steven Seagal is one of those people who, whose transformation over the years is so drastic. I can't even tell he's, like, the way he looks now is anywhere the way that he looks before.
1: Like he I you could tell me that they're yeah. completely different people and I would believe you. It's like when Matt Damon gained all that weight through one roll and then had to lose it all, except Steven Seagal never did. You mean downsizing?
0: <laughs> when he lost all that weight so he could be the size of a, a peanut? Yes. Yeah. That's not CG,
1: right? Uh no no that was legit. You all right, know okay. all that all that time on Mars really uh <laughs> It's that <an> Atkins diet. <laughs> yeah. Scott Atkins?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, so <laughs> Hard to kill. Uh. All right, um, let's let's talk about the martial art. Uh, and I'm not here to shit on Aikido. I'm not. That's not. That's my, not my goal here. But uh, let's let's mention that Steven Seagal was known for was. I'm, I'm gonna make sure that I, I, I emphasize this word Post was <laughs> yeah, was known for being a legit martial arts. Uh, black belts in Aikido. He even had a dojo in Japan. Mm-hmm. If you're teaching the Japanese their own martial art, I mean, that's you know that's something. It's that, Okinawan. That, that's real street cred right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, he it's an Okin, Okinawan. Am I saying this right? Okinawan martial art. Okinawa. Uh, Okinawa. Okinawa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, known for uh, disarming uh, weaponry, mostly samurai swords. Fabulously. Too. Katana. <laughs> Katana means Japanese sword. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh
1: my god. We're going to cover samurai cop yeah, one day, I swear uh, to god. Yeah. But um <laughs> uh, Okay.
0: <laughs> you just keep it warm. Who's <laughs> uh All right, here we go. <laughs> so, um now the thing about aikido is there's a lot of uh martial artists out there, you know, like contemporary martial artists out there who argue that it's not a very effective martial art. But I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not here to say that at all. Uh but I will say that aikido the entire premise is about disarmament, you know, like it's like, how can I disarm the other opponents so I can get them on the floor and then put them in a position where I can, you know, I'm in the upper hand. How do you make a movie where you don't throw the first strike, Mm. you know? And that's, that's the thing. And that's like the weird anomaly about Steven Seagal throughout the nineties and basically the heyday of Steven Seagal, right? Before he became a laughing stock. And he went straight to DVD, or straight to video. I mean, uh, my favorite contemporary Steven Seagal movie was Machete, where he does harikiri at the end. Oh. <laughs> um, good times, good times. Yeah, so like the, the question has always been, or like the premise uh, is, like, how do you make Aikido look badass on screen? And for what it's worth, I think Steven Seagal... Does an okay job. He doesn't throw the first strike. He's always the one who's parrying, throwing, like, flipping people over, using weapons
1: against them. High praise. High <laughs> praise. Is there sarcasm in yeah. there? I feel like there is. No, 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 no. I, I, I acknowledge your statements, and, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> no, I, I, I agree to a certain extent, um, but it's really hard to. Forget about all the negatives. That is Steven Seagal. Yeah, there's everything else. It's it's hard to separate the martial when when he's involved. It's hard to separate the martial art, the man, the lore, the legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to go that far, but <laughs> um, and just all the let's call it gossip uh, about you know uh, what kind of a character he is mm-hmm. in in real life. So I mean. In that way, it's harder for me to kind of separate. But, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll agree. This was, um, for like a lazy Sunday afternoon movie, mm-hmm. kind of, this would be perfect. Um, you just get to watch something, enjoy something quick. Um, it's not Oscar-worthy, even though they mention <laughs> the Oscars so many goddamn times in this movie, <laughs> which is another different thing. But, um, yeah, uh, lazy, good, Um some good action, nothing to rave about though, and uh,
0: but just, just I would say, un- under average. Okay, so, we're apparently doing recommendations.
1: Already. Sorry, sorry, it's just, <laughs> it, it's it's hard when, when it's like such a weird open ended. No, yeah, I get it. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's del. What was the story, Mark? Oh, well, um, so Stephen Seagal is a, co- a detective mm-hmm. who is we don't know this yet, but he traveled the orient. With his father, and that's why he's so into calligraphy and martial arts. Mm-hmm. Um, and he uses his ninjutsu. No, he uses his uh, martial arts teachings, um, to help him, uh, with his job while he's on the force or whatever, or patrol doing his patrols or well, no, he, that'd be a patrolman. But um, when he's doing his detective work, and he's uh, and he basically find find uh, record some footage, of a dirty cop or a deal Mm -hmm. going down Mm -hmm. and then he i don't even know how they jumped like it happened that (laughs) night basically like he gets the footage Mm -hmm. of this dirty deal going down and then all of a sudden he has a home invasion like how did they find him Nothing was explained, Mm -hmm. which kind of leads into what we'll talk about in a second. Well, it's because he left the door open. Yes, I was going to say. He left the the door open, and then basically his wife gets murdered. (laughs) He is left for dead because he gets shot twice, Mm -hmm. close range. And his son almost dies, but he jumps out of a window, and we kind of don't know what happens to him for over half the movie. (laughs) Right. so yeah, and his
0: reveal later in the movie, and is, this is not spoilers. You, you find this out during the movie, yeah. like really early on. Like he he comes back, and there's no reintroduction to the character whatsoever. Right? It's like you know, boyhood. It's like, <laughs> but except not really because there you don't really know who the, like you, once you see him again, you're like, what? Like he's he's older, but there's like there's no uh, there's no fanfare, nothing to indicate that he's. Um, you know the same character, right? And it, right. like you need something like that to to establish, you know, like, oh, here's the the son, you know, he's alive and such.
1: Um, basically, he goes into a coma, and then yeah, seven it, years, it, which was hilarious because literally they pan up and you see his face, and it's just overgrown with uh <laughs> facial hair, Fu and just, oh man, like <sighs> too hairy, man, too hairy. <laughs> um and then we actually get to see him in his uh hairiness for a good like 30 minutes before he decides to shave um so that was kind of a weird experience mm-hmm. and then we start unraveling the mystery that is uh uh you know like the corruption within mm-hmm. the police force and the government and Some back deals with what might have been the mafia. Yeah, and then you have a bunch of action scenes and a nurse who is super horny for him. Which
0: (laughs) I I I feel like that's Steven Seagal interjecting, be like, we need this scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need this right now. And she looks different every time. So yeah, like <laughs> she's she's like that's you know you remember the episode of Seinfeld where uh, this one <laughs> this one lady that he was dating uh, every scene like every moment he turns his back and looks at her again she looks completely yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's this lady. <laughs> I was like, it's not her, is it? Um, this British lady who lives on a farm in the
1: states—it's like the strangest thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what state are we in? Is it California? Why is there an Amtrak? I thought that was New York. Like, what's going on? Uh, there's a lot of confusion. I feel like feel like they just thought the viewers were a little bit stupid and were like, we're gonna record this in a bunch <laughs> of places and we're just gonna stitch it together. <laughs> well, um, the what what. What
0: can, okay? I guess I was going to jump into the action, but we should mention yeah. that Warner Brothers, our partner, you know, well, obviously, ones who, you know, distributed this movie, they were insistent that the movie and essentially all of Steven Seagal's movies be edited down, like heavily. Right. You know, and so it could be uh, your so traditional hour and a half movie. So they're not three hours. So right. Oh my have... God. I would hate that. Yeah. Although there's apparently a lot of scenes that we're
1: missing, and I don't have the energy to watch those scenes. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, I think maybe these cutscenes mm-hmm. kind of add a certain flavor to the movie that make it more exciting because you're like you know constantly I, focused on what's going on. When you say on. flavor,
0: I think you mean sense. It has <laughs> it makes the movie make more sense. There's a lot of moments that the film you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Who? but it but that Who's that, that well, how
1: did they get here that how g- do they know that makes you engaged for most of the movie so you're like focused you're competent you're actually listening and watching what's going on right. um, which is not necessarily a good thing because that just <laughs> means the movie kind of sucks but mm-hmm. um, well okay see i don't
0: think i'd go that far
1: do you think the movie sucks no 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 no, no. i mean in a general kind of way mm-hmm. when they do that to movies mm-hmm. generally the movies suck and that's why they do that oh okay yeah okay the movie can be incomprehensible
0: and there are <laughs> i found myself asking the question what? Yeah. <laughs> Throughout the whole film. Who I am I? <laughs> yeah, and they start finding on the rooftop. They, <laughs> Steven Seagal jumps down the side of the building. No, I, I, I think I'm, I'm surprisingly very positive. We're very, um, like looking on the bright side for the, most of this film. I thought Steven Seagal actually had some charisma. He did. Did would you agree? Yes. Okay. L- sure. Let's let's separate the. The, the man from the, the man movie. from the art. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know if I can, which art? cinematography or, uh, how you keep... I don't know if I can classify steam Seagal movies as art, but <laughs> uh, I will say he, he's not bad. He's actually a competent actor. And uh, I've seen a hunt for red October. Is that the film? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like he's, he's fine in that. And this movie, he shows off his acting chops.
1: Cause he's not the one carrying the whole thing. Oh, that's true. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah You're right. He's on the poster.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but i wouldn't consider him you know top no three. again my favorite
0: mo- my favorite acting moment of his is him performing harakiri on himself cuz he doesn't even try <laughs> and it's fantastic uh,
1: everyone needs to check out machete
0: cuz that's more of a martial arts film than this it's,
1: it's he's a weird cult kind of uh yeah fo-
0: uh, car- um, a weird cult, cult-
1: actor that has a big following because like it it, it almost feel like a so bad it's good mm-hmm. kind of yeah. in, in a lot of of his movies and then you're almost forced to like it you've kind of acquired a taste for it like you know um so i don't want to shit on the people who actually enjoy his movies because i can totally understand that mm-hmm. but the point of this podcast is to really analyze and not you know let yeah, um, I mean, we can share our personal feelings and whatever, but, like, we try to look at everything in a very critical eye. Sure. Usually. That's true. We're nitpickers. Yeah. <laughs> well, Name like, of the job.
0: Yeah. Well, let's talk about the
1: action. Um, and this
0: was, like, this was why we held off from watching this or talking about this Seagal movie for so long. Uh <laughs> One because we didn't want to do it. Yeah. Uh I've never been a big fan of his. And that's again, that's a personal bias. But we were like, we can have to cover him. You, let's, try to be, uh, let's try to be fair about it. But I mean, uh, the biggest qualm about doing his films at all was uh was the fact that like we don't even know if his movies qualify as martial arts films. He's right. a martial artist, yeah. but we don't know. But after watching this, I would probably say it's a martial arts film um i'm I'm struggling to actually say those words but it, mm. it, it is right kind of yeah it is it is um because <laughs> he's showing off aikido
1: not uh, authentically but he's doing it he's it's like using martial arts in the real world however <laughs> even if you do that in his films they it comes off real cheesy yeah so there's a disconnect there, right. It's right. either, and a lot of people like, well, put it in the like martial arts universe, stick to the type of choreography that you would in a martial arts movie. Mm-hmm. but like in a very standard in the blatant sense, like I think it is a martial arts film,
0: yeah, I'm struggling to, it's not black and white, it's like straddling the line where it's just you know like a normal action film. Mm-hmm. With a lot of gunplay and you know, and such, which is, you know, like, it can lot be of done well. Of- <laughs> <laughs> we did see uh Seagal's uh, wife's side, or ex-wife's side boob for a little bit, so that's a plus for the movie. Plus. And her ass. And her ass. We saw a lot of ass. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. i love the scene where she was introduced like she's like excited for him like oh i can't wait to fuck you Uh, and then she's dressed really provocatively and then seagal goes up the stairs like oh i can't wait to fuck you too and then he goes to the son's room and he tucks the son in he's like man the the son gets a good glimpse of his mom dressed like yeah scantily not dressed that's the point yeah Uh I was like that's not gonna scar me. It's like that's the second most <laughs> traumatizing thing that's gonna happen tonight. <laughs> Little did he know. Yeah. Uh all right, enough of the plot, because the plot's actually Oh, that was plot? I thought we were just <laughs> shitting on him. <laughs> uh okay, you know what? I, I do want to talk about the action, let's let's kind of graze over the stuff that I can kind of call a plot. So the plot's very simple. <laughs> Uh Steven Segal is trying to get evidence so he can incriminate or like that's incriminating evidence of this big senator guy who has power and he's yeah. trying to take him down. And the senator has all these henchmen and he has all the power in the world. So I mean, like that that's essentially all it is. And he has this nurse lady who's who's helping him.
1: It's simple it's a simple plot. It's very easy. Yeah. Uh- Death equals revenge. Throw in a funny medical situation it's that's not like, so funny. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's
0: kind of like Commando, except not as well done. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's a really good uh, yeah comparison. Yeah, Holy yeah, shit! Yeah. I didn't
1: even think about that. Yeah, uh, until now. Um, he has, even though I just said it. <laughs> he has a kid. He yep. gets a new interest. Mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very interesting. Well, you know, I'd rather watch she, Commando She's, she's black. This one's British. Technically, they're not different. They're, they're different, like from the mainstream, um, or at least what the main uh, protagonist. We're just gonna talk about Commando now. Yeah, yeah. like just go watch Commando instead. There are no bazookas in this movie, though. Ooh, yeah. We need him to fight Bennett at the end. <laughs> well, we at least know who uh, Bennett is in Hard to Kill. It's the um, assassin who always carries a knife. Or <laughs> oh yeah 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 the worst hitman ever <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: uh our, what is our okay uh we're kind of grazing over the first action scene or the first two or every kinda?
1: everything just we're grazing oh, okay, over okay, everything.
0: let's talk about the hospital scene where Steven Seagal is coming out of the coma and then yeah. they send this hitman he's the big like the big right hand man oh god the fucking hit this is the worst hitman it's it's kind of funny i know they're playing it for for intensity they're trying to make it seem but he just um, looks slow well, he doesn't even, he is slow. He's like, like mentally yeah. slow. He's just doing everything wrong. Yeah, Physically, <laughs> mentally, just all around. Well, I mean, they, they have this henchman come into the hospital and his first, the first thing he does is just kill people.
1: Yeah. For like, no reason.
0: Yeah. You know, he's killing the people. who's like, if you want to stay undercover, don't be killing people left and
1: right. Yeah. And also, uh, like, he's he, he's being mad obvious, too. Like, when he goes to the reception area, the patient reception area, he literally just uh, talks to one of the nurses there. And she's like, hi, doctor. And, you know, because clearly he's a doctor <laughs> visually. But she doesn't know <laughs> where he belongs, if he even belongs in this hospital. Obviously, he's wearing a disguise. But, like, he starts, like, giving her a flower, starts (laughs) smiling at her and shit, and it's like, dude, you're making it too obvious. Just go upstairs and kill the guy. Like, what are you doing? So then, like, everybody starts to suspect him, and then they start following him, and that's when he starts killing
0: people. I like how he tries to catch catch up to Steven Seagal, who's just you know, he's bedridden and he has to push himself with a broom. Yeah. Basically paddling himself to safety. Yeah. And he can't keep up with the dude. Like, Steven Seagal opens this, ha- this door yeah. by pressing a button. And he opens the door. And he goes through the door. And then the door closes. It's an automated door. Yeah. And the 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 henchman doesn't know to press the button, it's a it's but an also, automated door. But also
1: Seagal gets stuck in the door because the door closes on him. How so do you, like how can
0: you catch up with him? Yeah,
1: like how are you not? Like literally nobody's in the hallway. Mm-hmm. You've killed two people at this point from the assassin's perspective. There's one, only one more person in the hallway who just happens to be a nurse. There's nobody else in this entire ward because it's the coma ward. <laughs> there are literally patients not moving when walking around. How are you not getting this? Right. Like, Plus this. Okay. As the doors
0: closing, because the elevator doors is closing, uh, he's like, "Shit, I can't do anything." I,
1: it's not like I can stick my hand out or point my gun right. at him and shoot at him. And everybody does that. They like <laughs> rush it with their chest as if that's gonna do something. Just put your hand in, like. Right. <laughs> even back then, when it got released, I'm pretty sure people were just See, annoyed. That's the thing about. <laughs> Just like stick your hand I, in, guy. I, I think you're right about that. I don't know if this is
0: nitpicking. I feel like this is just a general thing. I, yeah. I I'm like watching this and I was I was taking it out of the movie. And I was like, this yeah. is so distractingly stupid. You can't change the physics of a world <laughs> like that. You yeah. just can't. It's like, well, everyone became uh, a dumbass over like over the the span of this movie. I I, I could not. It was, it was incredibly distracting. Mm. And like on top of that, uh, you know, like they get to this uh, what like the the top floor, and they both get there, you know, on separate elevators, and then Steven Seagal closes the elevator door again before he can get to it. Same exact thing. Why didn't you stick your hand out, open the door, shoot the guy? Yeah, simple things. So instead, he runs all the way back down the the elevator, uh, back down the hospital. When Steven Seagal could just jump, go back to the fifteenth floor from the first floor, and he can defeat the villain just by tiring out.
1: It's just a constant chase. Cue the music. Right. The chase music. Like, that's it. <laughs> All
0: right. But here's the thing. Uh, I know we're talking about the action, right? Yeah. Um, there's no martial arts in this scene, and we'll get to the actual martial arts later. But how we even got to this scene doesn't make any sense. Because uh, Steven Seagal's character died. Quote, unquote, died, right? Yeah, But um, he's not... Uh, like, his sergeant and every, everyone of his, of his uh, commanding officers, they... Oh God! There's there's a lot of they, holes they, here. there's a lot of loopholes here. Um, sorry. Yeah. There's a lot of plot holes. I mean, so they uh, they know like they they uh they keep it secret that he's he's still alive, right? Yeah. So that the world world doesn't know. But it's never explained how the henchmen's know that he's still alive. Like in the edit that we saw, which is the theatrical.
1: The one. only thing that I can put my finger on is mm-hmm. the fact that. Um, when the nurse reported because she had a number Mm -hmm. to contact at the precinct to be like hey this is code so and so um this person and they're like asking you know uh the captain or the sergeant or whatever was asking Mm -hmm. like oh what's code what what i was like the nurse was just like oh they told me to call this number and inform them that the coma patient has you know woken up and like But then you don't see, like, the whole precinct or the bad, dirty cops in the precinct, like, gearing up to go kill him or anything. Literally, everybody that was in the precinct that you saw that was dirty... None of their faces showed up in yeah. the hospital, so right. there's a disconnect there, and you have no idea what the hell's happening. Yeah, we're missing that scene for yeah. sure. That of the there are dirty cops like Dean Norris, aka
0: Hank from Breaking Bad's in the movie. I thought he was
1: going to be a good guy with that scene. No,
0: but he he started as a cop. He was a dirty cop. He was one. Right, he was right. one of the few crooked cops. But when they called the him, movie. I
1: thought he was going to be a good cop, mm-hmm. and it turns out like I don't know, like twenty minutes later. Or 30 minutes yeah, later, he's, he's, he's a bad cop. Yeah. Like, what? what? <laughs> he's not, it's like if you, if you didn't pay attention earlier that he was a cop, you would have
0: just assumed he was one of the henchmen. Because there's no, that scene is missing where they establish that there are a crooked cops. Yeah. You, you, I mean, like, as the movie goes on, you, it's obvious, but you're like, where was that scene? Like, we needed that mm-hmm. to, to establish it. Uh, like, I was complaining before about the son being reintroduced seven years older, but not really introduced. He's just there now. It's like, oh, we gotta, you gotta run away now. Yeah. It's uh, terrible. <laughs> all right. I'm done complaining about the, the
1: plot holes because there's there's all quite right, a lot. Well I'll continue the complaining. So <laughs> um so basically uh the next real I don't want to call it an action scene. No 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 it's we not. have to jump
0: back. We have to jump back to the action scenes in the
1: beginning. Oh, oh you're talking about And uh, the we have cops in the background, itself.
0: we're not gonna edit that out. Yeah. Oh Jesus Relatable. Christ. <laughs> okay.
1: Um So yeah, right, the, so
0: you were talking about the shipyard. Shipyard scene the shipyard scene's not much okay um all right so steven seagal did all the action choreography from the movie right so uh that's the a bonus a plus and a negative because you know that's as much of a demonstration of aikido as you can get um but in terms of the other action scenes where there's car chases there's people there's gunplay i don't give a shit it's because you know he's not really good at it yeah uh, it's not exciting. I don't really care. I'm just actually waiting for the moments where he's actually using weaponry or disarming people. Right. Which is actually kind of good, I will say. Yeah. The the first scene in the shipyard um, is kind of laughable because it's in the dark. Because the only moment where you see him doing any hand-to-hand is his one little forearm chop. Yeah. I can't even call it a a, a, a neck chop or, a,
1: or an elbow. He's literally just... <laughs> he, he, like, slaps someone... With this form, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I wouldn't even consider it an action scene, only just because it's literally like a move and a half, and then you're done, unless you add running a part of it. <laughs> he runs to his car, like, okay. Uh, the way that he runs, it's 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 legendary. Oh my goodness! And you can't really there are videos you, compilations of yeah. the way that he runs, and you can't <laughs> see it in the the first scene, but mm-hmm. later on in the movie, you can see that weird ass run that he does, <laughs> and not to poo poo him on uh, his running. Like just maybe, shitting on Steven Seagal. That's what this is. But I is. run and it bothers me. So um back and forth, back and forth, left yeah. and right. And his hands are flailing. Like there's yeah, no flip. structure to them. It's just like he's <laughs> flipping people off as he's running. I don't know. It's like so he, weird. The audience can't see what you're doing. No, it's I'm just, but, yeah. <laughs> you're just flipping I'm, me off right it, now. Pretty much.
0: <laughs> so the second scene's probably the most famous of the whole movie. Yeah. It's well, you see one, you see him disarming these uh these thugs
1: yeah at the uh at the liquor store i guess wait 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 uh it's important because they're latin thugs because oh, there's God. a theme throughout this movie can we just
0: <laughs> quote tom segura throughout this whole episode <laughs> it's like anytime uh tom uh, tom segura anytime steven seagal's uh, with a bunch of people who are minorities he insists on speaking that person's language yeah even though they speak english it's like oh Uh, hola mi amo es (laughs) (laughs) seagull seagull yeah uh that's kind of how it feels there's other latin people who show up later in the movie too and it doesn't make any sense because he trades them a broken down jeep for their sports car which but it's also broken down so oddly it's a fair trade is it i don't feel like they no i don't think that was that's true (laughs) it had rust on it it was the L-O-S-A, yeah. where he would like to buy your car.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what he said. Something about <laughs> cocha. Oh uh, bandejo. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I do not remember what yeah. he said. But uh, anyway.
0: So Steven Saugol's an ass. Yeah. um, <laughs> That's the whole premise of this episode. It was the 90s. No, he was always an ass, though. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, It's very true. Alleged ass. Where We're not saying he's an asshole, but allegedly he's an Dude, asshole. Dude, talk show
1: hosts have called him out on that stuff. <laughs> Talk show hosts from like, like Letterman people. to Leno, uh-huh. they have actually called him out, like made fun of him mm. because they're just like, This guy's like a, a pansy, like, he's just an idiot. Yeah, and like, maybe he could beat Leno up, maybe he can't. It's questionable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god, I am oh.
0: shitting on him. Well, so I mean, yeah, allegedly, we're shitting on him. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. <laughs> Uh, so Steven Seagal, since he's been an Aikido master for eighty-seven years, I've been doing Ooh. this for seventy-seven years. Um, he's uh, we get to see him his demonstration of Aik- Aikido in this scene, the the liquor store, which is uh, you know it shows off his bravado, and yeah. his, his confidence, and a- again he has charisma on screen. He's a dick in real life allegedly but <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know like I, I like the scene uh, it, it's very simple choreography it's a pretty and, good yeah. start it's yeah the yeah. movie it's I, a, and a good introduction but I will it's, say it's action I will say as much as I wanted more of this I also don't because it's very limited there's only so much of this that you can see throughout the film, right? That before you're like, okay, is that all he does? He just blocks objects and flips people over. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. There's only so much of that I can see before I would get kind of it would get kind of stale. Yeah. And but then again, everything else, action wise, it's not too interesting. I would say. No, no. But, I mean,
1: mm-hmm. it, yeah. Mm-hmm. The the so like immediately after this um, liquor store scene, the next action scene technically is him getting home invaded. Mm -hmm. And then you have his wife being killed and he's trying to fight back, which is pretty good for just a split second until you realize, okay, everybody's going to die anyway. And then, (laughs) so it's kind of like, okay, he does a couple of chops, a kick here. Just like, okay, that could have been a good start to an action scene. It would have been really cool. And then like if one of the guys who had fallen already maybe got back up and like they kind of went into a brawl or something, but it was just over went as soon as it started yeah, and essentially and he got sh- double tapped mm-hmm. by a shotgun twice and then um his wife got killed and then his son gets shot at so but he, he jumps out he lives uh, and it turns out he lives which is a weird cut scene mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he's in a, a coma um for seven years for seven he missed years. all the 80s yeah
0: he, he missed out on um the vapors turning Japanese.
1: Yeah, and that's when we have the assassin trying to get into the hospital to uh, kill him. And then we move on to what I wouldn't call an action scene. I would call just a montage scene of oh, yeah. him mm-hmm. trying to regain his strength yep. because he's a noodle. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> All the equipment that he's training on are
0: apparently in the nurse's hideout slash apartment. So she just has all this equipment somehow on a nurse's salary. I don't <laughs> She owns. A, she has a farm. A convertible. Also, um, she leaves. Okay, she abandons her job. Yes. Also, she's the worst nurse in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's overtly telling him, like, "Oh, do you want some pussy?" And literally, <sniffs> oh my god, <laughs> takes out this chi- tiny little kitten, which and puts it on a, his face. Also, like, that it completely negates a
1: sterile environment. Yes. You know, in a hospital setting. There's a lot wrong with that. If we're talking, 20, everyone is bad at their job in this movie. If we're talking 2019, 2020, we are. Oh, there's so many violations um, <laughs> back then. Sexual harassment. Steven Seagal is getting sexually harassed. I'm sure she she was blowing him every night. The nurse shaved him the way she wanted, which is technically a violation. It's inappropriate. <laughs> then you have her um, looking at his penis. Uh, constantly and making <laughs> a lot of different noises and so wink, I hope winky you faces. get better. Yeah. Wink, wink. Sexual innuendos all the time. Um, mm-hmm. Just a lot. A lot going on there. Yeah. Uh. <laughs>
0: anyway, so montage scene, great. Uh, great. So she she sacrifices her well paying job so she can. I don't know stow him away and I, it doesn't you see again this is where the plot holes come in because you don't I don't understand because he's not there is someone on the television who says like oh he uh, even though he's in hiding now he's he's not responsible for all these murders that mm-hmm. he she committed at the hospital etc etc. But that doesn't come back into play in the movie, even though, like, later, very much later in the movie, he
1: gets exonerated. It doesn't make any sense. And she she doesn't even believe that he's good, because Mm -hmm. on the TV, they're saying he's a dirty cop. And she's talking on the phone with, like, her friend. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, oh, there's this dirty cop. I don't know what to do kind of situation. And all of a sudden... Why did she help him? And she continues to help him. She's, like, in love with the goddamn dude. Like, I don't know if there's, like... A weird sex scene that precedes the sex scene maybe it was just a rape scene like i don't know what the fuck? no because like like is it stockholm syndrome like what's going on it, it must be
0: no it's not it, it's just i like your dick that's it it's so weird and also the script dictated
1: that i have to like you, you it's know? the weirdest situation
0: <laughs> so um the plot doesn't make much sense Okay, it's it's a, it's not completely devoid of sense. It it doesn't make sense in certain areas where it, it connects everything. And there's pieces of the puzzle that don't work. Um that just you're it's like taking a jigsaw and flipping it over I'm like what? And then you're, just, you're like you're just you, it's like taking crazy glue and trying to like make it make it work somehow using scissors.
1: It's a Stephen Seagal jigsaw puzzle. Uh, Aikido black belt and above. <laughs>
0: Um, we don't have another martial arts scene until much later, but in the meantime, we had a uh, a gun shootout at the apartment where the nurse lives, where (laughs) uh, Steven Seagal busts through a wooden fence with his car, and then the horse leaves because he's the the worst fucking roommate in the world. He He leaves all the doors open. He left
1: the gate open to the goddamn ranch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Uh, I, would, I, would, I would I would I swear to god I would move out if I was his roommate. Turns out some Martha dies, whoever that is.
0: Uh, why'd you say that name? I don't know. <laughs>
1: My mother!
0: Yeah. Uh <laughs> So, um we don't have an action scene or a martial arts action scene until the very end where he stows away, he he breaks his way into the um the the main bad guys' you know, house or what a mansion senator uh played by William Sadler and yeah this uh his Steven Seagal's action seems come and go pretty quickly it's like all right how how's he gonna show off his his confidence he's gonna tell everyone oh I'm I don't need fancy weaponry I'm just gonna stand here and wait for you to attack me yeah but then everyone could have just had guns. I don't understand how they didn't carry guns on them. But whatever. Yeah, Movie funny. logic. Um, they all approach him with cue sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And he my breaks favorite, all them. My favorite joke. Yeah. <laughs> <But anyway. laughs> Why don't you say it? No, no. It was right on cue. Why yeah, see, yeah, I, when I say it, it doesn't yeah, work that yeah. way. Well. <laughs> it just makes me sound worse. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he defeats the you know i can't we can't elaborate or analyze it too much we're not like oh wow he does this crazy move he doesn't really do any crazy no. moves he he does the same Ugh, I, I'm, try- I'm not trying to shit on the martial art i'm, I'm really not it just it's in terms of sim- choreography it's just very simple it's like uh someone attacks him he, uh, like uh, someone's gonna throw a punch at him steven yeah. seagal grabs the wrist and flips him on his back yeah or someone uses a some sort of blunt phallic object to either stab at him or swing at him and steven seagal dodges it grabs the wrist and flips him on the ground it's very simple it's incredibly straightforward but it's actually surprisingly entertaining
1: yeah yeah um in like a minimal kind of way where it'll keep your attention but then there's like other scenes where um unfortunately they cut in the middle and they go from a different angle so if it was a one whole shot you would actually be like, oh shit, that's an impressive move. But because they keep on cutting yeah. it and go to into a different angle, they're like, oh, obviously, you know, he didn't fall from that height or maybe he, the the punch didn't connect, you know, so the mm-hmm. reaction shot. But overall, actually like reaction shots were pretty good. Um, and then, aside from all of these cuts in between um, said action, you know, um, were pretty good. But it's just, overall just that mundane kind of line it's 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 oh speaking of mundane lines uh steven
0: seagal is terrible at one-liners no oh, no i know which one you're talking not. about i mean which one i don't even know which one i'm talking about yeah, there's quite do. a lot which one are you thinking of i'm gonna take
1: you to the bank the blood, blood bank. bank oh
0: my god <laughs> you know that could work but he can't pull it off
1: you know but <laughs> that was probably the funniest part of
0: the movie <laughs> Also, Stephen, not only can he not sell one-liners, he can't sell punches. No, again, that's not that's not what Aikido is about. It, it, like there's a there's a month the training montage we were talking about before yeah. where he's doing multiple things. He's doing acupuncture, and I, I I will give him credit. I think that's actually him doing real acupuncture yeah. on screen. But the the scene where he takes this large plank and puts it on the ground. Yeah. And he starts punching at it. It's the most awkward thing in the world. Yeah. There's, there's no power in it. His stance is all wrong. And I'm I, I'm going to tell you that right now. Like, like, couldn't I, you get a punching bag? Like, oh, you know? No, one. regardless of that. Like, his punches have looked like they have no power. He doesn't look
1: like he knows how to punch. Yeah. and He's, he's all squared. He but did, he's emaciated, you know? He, <laughs> you have to think about it from, like... He's not emaciated anymore. Anymore. But he looks exactly <laughs> the same. No, in terms of like when he was in the hospital and uh-huh. when he built up his strength again and when he had his strength originally, everything's the same. Like he doesn't look skinnier, right. or oh, yeah. fatter. In the, in the context anything, of the movie, yeah, right. Yeah. right. If you, if you in, bend, in real life, it's a different story. If, if you bend down,
0: you you can kick a guy in the throat like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Can we just can we just play Tom Segura talking um, shitting on Steven Seagal? <laughs> that's the outro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh we got copyright infringements <laughs> just for that. It's um, okay, Segura won't mind. <laughs> uh did you know he's a cop in <laughs> Louisiana? Is he really? <laughs> Wait, oh
1: that's right. I heard about <laughs> this. I did hear about this. We're just we're just gonna talk about Tom Segura for the rest of this episode. Oh my god. I did hear about this. <laughs> uh there's not um, much more to say after that. Yeah. Okay,
0: let's wrap up this movie. Yeah. I don't want to talk about how the movie ends because it's not point it's pointless. Um I but I will try to
1: talk about is our recommendations um because i actually am on the fence on this one Um, i'm just gonna say that basically it's a happy ending he gets a new wife he reunites reunites with his kid and then they all go home and he's gonna fuck somebody and that's it god (laughs) it's it's the weirdest
0: thing is like the
1: the little boy who is now a
0: teenager i guess he he's not at all he doesn't care at all that he has a new mom yeah
1: he's the, just happy he has a mom <laughs> actually the blue boy should
0: have died I'll, I'll say it right now like it's just like his plot point in the movie it's like it's like because like, the way that they reintroduce him later in the movie it's like what is the point of him yeah there was no point anyways it's a uh, recommend. recommendation time um the i don't know i need, I need to sit on this one How really else? I don't know.
1: Do I mean, I, I pretty much already made okay, it, I mean, you, a recommendation so you, by accident in okay. the start of this. Sure. Right. You, you um, but I'm kind of just gonna stick with it. It's it's early Seagal. It's um it's competent. Uh, it's has actual martial arts in it. Uh, it's not. At, it's not flashy. Yeah, it's not as uh, flashy as you would usually associate with a martial arts movie. Mm-hmm. But you still have to consider it that. Um, the cinematography could have been better and probably would have made everything that they were working with a little bit better if they kind of had a different direction or worked on the camera angles or actually doing wider shots, etc. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how much we kind of reference this in a lot of the episodes of the podcast because it's really true. It brings out a lot. A lot that you may not notice as a director in that moment when you're recording, but in post and in editing and when you're actually viewing everything as like a a complete product, it just brings like a different life to the whole thing. So so I'm not a huge fan of like the constant cuts here and there. Not to say there aren't movies that are worse. Um, What (laughs) can be worse? Cuts-wise
0: um you could you could be watching one of steven seagal's newer films ooh. you know that there was a there was a oh, i forgot what it was advertising but there was a commercial with uh anderson silva and steven seagal and at the end they were supposed to square off they were like looking each other in the eye they were, like all right let's do this I was, like literally i could have i could put anyone in that position yeah. Over Anderson, like over Steven Seagal versus Anderson Silva, it'd be more intimidating.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Why? Well, um, I, I don't even
0: know why I brought that up, but it just you know, Steven Seagal, you know, doesn't really strike me as the most, uh, yeah, legit. Oh god, it's so it sounds so terrible. I'm sure I'm gonna get flack from Seagal fans out there, but right. I'm I'm not. I think a lot of it stems from just not liking the dude as a person. Uh, yeah, I, I have no idea if his martial arts is real or not. <laughs> uh, no, no, no! His martial art, uh,
1: like him doing it. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you're still gonna get flack for that. I'm probably. But- <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, well, I'll,
0: I mean, I, I'll, I'll even defend myself. I'm not the biggest fan of Aikido. Um, huh. Yeah. So uh, yeah, come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um. But like, like, if there is a demonstration of it, I think Steven Seagal does it really well on screen. I mean, like, you know, like he does what he does what he can with it and tries. He actually does succeed in making it entertaining on screen. Yeah. It's just he's an asshole, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, it, it's a good demonstration of Aikido. If you're interested in that, watch it. Yeah, definitely watch his movies. I guess definitely
1: I, watch this one. um yeah. the, maybe there's like maybe five Seagal movies that you should watch, right. Because they're they have like worthy action scenes, uh, worthy techniques popping up in right. some of the films. This is one of them just because it's that combination of like a unique scene, semi-unique premise mm-hmm. um, kind of rolled up and actually when he's like in his prime where he's still like very comfortable with himself and he's not yep. like lazy um, <laughs> with his approach to filmmaking. So I think people right. should check out this movie regardless, but don't put too much yeah. stock in it and just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm not going to, I think I'll just echo what
0: you just said, a- with the asterisk that it's very hard <laughs> it's very very hard in my opinion to separate the man from the art or steven seagal he's like for me he's like chris brown <laughs> i really can't separate him from the art it's like you know, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah he's really talented also hey. uh, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, 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 <laughs> i'm not yeah. gonna say it.
1: allegedly this is a conk. oh wait it's it is mar- it is oh, <laughs> jesus <laughs> christ <laughs> Well, this is that mar- is the darkest joke we've ever said. It <laughs> is a martial arts podcast. <sighs> God, why are we really ending on that? End it on that.